Warning ahead, sexy themes and saucy lingo. Trigger warnings include rape and sexual assault and harassment in a sexual context. Please check the show notes for details and specific timings. You're about to journey through a treasury of titillation, a universe of undulations, a vocabulary of virility, a wikihow of wantonness, an x-ray of x-rated content, a yellow pages of yearning, a zeitgeist zip it, of... Zip it. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was thinking about it, but I was like, what am I going to do this time to interrupt her? I'm I'm impressed. Thank you. Opening the dictionary in three, two, one. Time for the dictionary game. Five minutes, eight V-related stories. Two people. Two people. Will they do it? One person enters. No, two people enters. One person leaves. Opening in cinemas right now. Okay. Um, You're going first. I am going first. Okay. So uh, V is for vegetarian. Mm. Um, So uh, this is a story about um, a time. This isn't. This is turning into Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No. Um, Basically, um, so I was uh, having sex with a guy, and uh, he just baked a uh, very meaty lasagna. Okay. And um, so I uh, noticed that I, um, th- basically I, I'm, I wasn't a vegetarian at the time, but right. I noticed that there was a very meaty smell in his hair because yeah. he'd just been like cooking for like an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so off-putting. I just couldn't, it was just so weird. I, yeah, because yeah. to be fair, I, I'm not a vegetarian at all and I love meat, but I'm actually not sure if I want meaty hair yeah, in it's a sexual a strong scenario. Smell. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny though. Okay. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Did you manage to go through with it? Uh, yes, but I think hair? it took me a lot longer than it normally does, and it already takes me a long time. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> okay. V is for vulva. Vulva. Or vulva. We'll come into W if you're not careful. <laughs> vulva. vulva. Um, that, that's one of my Ws. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so V is for vulva. Uh, yeah, basically, I just think it's a really good word. It is the actual word for that mm. area, and we should just use it more. Also, if you have like children who have vulvas just tell them that's what it's called because it's very confusing when a child comes out and also it's, like, it's really it's, it's kind of dangerous if, if like a child is um assaulted or whatever yeah. and they go oh someone touched my tuppence or my nonny mm. or my and i'm like i don't know what that is yeah can you just yeah. say the word yeah show me on the cuddly toy what that means right exactly yeah. yeah so yeah, anyway yeah. so um just teach your children the right words particularly yeah. vulva because it's great yeah to be honest, i didn't know what a vulva was until uh maybe last year so yeah to be fair not people yeah, yeah. we need to learn this word seriously <laughs> although it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter for me but other people well, yes yeah, yeah. well, well, you know yeah, i might if i'm you know Anyway, uh, it matters for other reasons. Anyway, so um, V is for versatile. Um, so this is another story about... Um, so uh, at the time I had a threesome. Yeah. And um, obviously I'm, I don't particularly consider myself as a versatile guy in the sense of that versatile means that you are either a gay who tops and bottoms. Right, so, okay. Yeah. You You're a gay both. who does, does both. Yeah. Um, but I uh, typically bottom and I really don't like topping very much at all yeah. but in this situation I was in the I was the sandwich filling in the middle <laughs> I, was the, I was the one in the between so you're doing both doing both I was, oh getting, I was getting I was getting and giving at the same time oh my that gosh great. that is incredibly yes. versatile and <laughs> given given my, my sort of like one of my not fetishes but one of my like passions about sex is mm-hmm. the body contact thing yeah so I like I love being close to people's bodies oh my gosh. and the feeling of like other people's bodies next to me is like what really gets me off so like oh. if you're if I'm between two people it's like that it's is the best place to be. All the contact. Yes. That is amazing. Contact. You just need people at the sides as well. Just yes. Like, <laughs> that's perfect. Anyway, um, okay. Uh, v is for vagina. Um, stop using that word when you mean vulva. <laughs> 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 that's, <laughs> that's basically 
exactly what I have to so say. True. It's yeah. also not such a nice word. Also, it means yeah. she for a sword, yeah. and um, that uh, offends me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I agree. And yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so okay. So so we everyone knows vulva is like the outer, the outside, visible bits, right? And yes. vagina is the inner, like the hole and the in, hole and inside. Inner bit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Lovely. Okay, See, cool. Yep. <laughs> um, v is for vibrator. So my good. first sex toy that I ever mm-hmm. bought, I know very good, was yep. a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Um, my second one was a flashlight, but that's another letter, not an F. <laughs> but they do sound similar. V and for. Um, anyway, so um, the vibrator was um, this small, like five-inch uh, white thing, and it was far yeah. too small for me, and it was the wrong shape, and it was too hard. Anyway, and and I, I got rid of it after like a year. But I'm glad that I bought one and had one. Yeah, totally. So um, this is the I like. Yeah, I've never had a successful. Um, vibrator really I mean I have some nice ones but never ones which are like just right because I'm very yeah. intimidated by buying vibrators which brings me on to uh, V is for vibrating razor <laughs> <laughs> so when, when I first started like discovered the world of masturbating and being horny and stuff and I was like um, what else can I use to get myself off and I had a I, I had a vibrating razor yeah, yeah, like a razor yeah, yeah. handle vibrated and I was like this and uh, <laughs> considering it wasn't actually a proper vibrator it worked pretty well nice. <laughs> good good I actually have bought a vibrator since which is more of a prostate shaped one oh great much better. But anyway, that's okay. a different story. Okay. Um, my last V is for mm-hmm. verbal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've spoken before about making noise in the bedroom in like uh, letter U for uh. Yes. But yes. that was more specific, specifically about non-verbal noise. I'm uh-huh. really crap at actually saying stuff. Like if someone's like, tell me what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, why don't you tell me what you want me to do? <laughs> <You're> telling me. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I want to do what you want to do. And I just end up repeating what they want or oh. say and it's just really crap. I just oh. need, I need to get better at it. I need to practice. I'm anyway. so glad you said that because I was thinking like V for vocalising V for voice because yeah. I think exactly the same thing I find it I'm, I'm exactly, exactly the same anyway, um, but seconds, actually sorry, okay a V is for vilified so <laughs> when my um, my ex and I stopped seeing each other for the first time because I'd been sleeping with other people yeah. um, we met up afterwards and I was like I bet all your friends are really glad that um, we're not seeing each other anymore and they're like she was a really evil person and he's like not all of them but most of them and I was like wow I've never been the villain before and I kind of like it <laughs> oh, that's oh, wow that wasn't where I thought that was going to go no I don't know just you know felt like I was um, in a film noir or something yeah femme fatale mm. <laughs> that's quite yeah more erotic than I expected when you said yeah. vilified I was like oh this is going to go dark but actually no it was just like no. she's a wicked woman <laughs> <laughs> you're like mm, yes I am exactly nice <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of An A to Z of Sex with Men, where I, Jacinta, and I, Raphael, explore the intricacies of all types of sexual interactions with those people we call collectively cisgendered males. Based on personal experience and extensive research. From anal sex to zipless fucks. Exposing our secrets. And heightening your pleasure. (laughs) Well, uh, some of you may be wondering why our sound seems so much better today than it has before. That's because today we're joined in the studio, although I I say that incorrectly because we're in his studio. (laughs) We are joining (laughs) We're joining him. Um, it, we've got Flavia Bonerba from Triple F Sound, who's helping us try out a much improved setup compared yes. to what we've been using in the past. Uh, so we're really very excited. And thank you, Flavio. Yes, thanks, Flavio. We've He's got putting two thumbs up. Thumbs up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Um, so, what's the what's today's letter oh all my about? Goodness. Technical <laughs> intro. So yeah. today, 
is brought to you by the letter V. Yes. And today V is for vulnerability. Ooh, we could have gone in so many other directions. But yeah, we I know. That it could have been for vulnerability. <laughs> 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 I mean, no, it couldn't have been. <laughs> and it could have been vagina. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> So v, um, v is for vulnerability. Do you know what? I've got a nightmare now that there is um, some sort of um, very wealthy middle class family who mm-hmm. wants to call. You know, they come up with like silly names for their kids, <gasps> and they're going to call. They're going to call their daughter Vagina. I might do that. Oh, <laughs> Can you no, imagine that poor child's life? I know. No, I know. Please don't. Um, right. Anyway, vulnerability. Yes, vulnerability. So I've done some research. I've done mm-hmm. extensive research. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I read some articles. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first article I read. Okay. So this is from Psychology Today, our favourite. Mm. Uh, when sexual vulnerability empowers you. Ooh. Okay. So basically, most of the um, research online, most of the easily accessible research online, is about how vulnerability is really important for good sex. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because I think vulnerability can sound scary because being vulnerable is scary. Of but course, yeah. actually, yeah. So um, this one was specifically looking at uh, straight women um, in sex. Uh, as many studies do but that's yeah fine. I mean what a surprise there are lots of you there are you know there yeah, are but you know study. we're not the only people in the world no, you know? no. and also <laughs> men are very like I think men are cagier almost about well, their sexuality and talking about it exactly probably. this is what I'm going to do so anyway so this is when women are determined to avoid feeling vulnerable in the context of a trusting respectful long term intimate relationship passion and great sex are easy casualties mm. which I thought was really interesting and then it was suggesting that the longer you stay with someone and I think this can apply to anyone yeah. um the less vulnerable you become and then actually sex can fall by the wayside oh, as well. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Right. So I suppose you get to know each other so well mm. and then you fall, you can fall into routines and then actually it's hard, it almost becomes harder to be vulnerable with each other. Yeah. Whereas when it's all new, everything is, everything is, you're making yourself vulnerable all the yes. time. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And then all this great sex happens as well. Yeah. That was interesting. Um, when our most personal selves are embraced, it can form the most healing, powerful moments of our entire romance. Wow. That was very powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, I did and try this, is, this yeah. is very much about the sexual, sexual vulnerability, is it? Yes, this yeah. was focusing on sexual vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so then I, I did try to find some male perspectives. This was an article uh, from swell.damewellness. Co. Um, yeah, okay. The article was called Three Men on Being Vulnerable About Sex. Okay. So this was two straight men and one gay man. Okay. And uh, they basically were like, I hate it. Why well, <laughs> being was, vulnerable? Yeah, that was right. pretty much the thing. And they're like, if I do make myself vulnerable, uh, then I feel really self-conscious for like the rest of the relationship. Gosh. I know, it was like really sad. And there was one guy who was like, oh yeah, I couldn't get hard for, for my um, girlfriend in the early stages of our relationship. And she was really sweet about it. And that made me feel even worse. And then I felt like less manly. And then I could start getting hard later on, but then I still felt like I'd been too vulnerable. And wow. I know. So I, I thought it was just like a real shit. I mean, obviously it's just three men. So it's like yeah. not... Were these all like, men that were like, okay, I'm just just interested in knowing a bit more. I suppose maybe you don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming, because we've got two straight men, obviously they are therefore the penetrative partners. Yes, yeah. And the third one, we don't know if the gay guy was... I think he was the penetrative yeah. partner. He he also said that he'd um, that he felt like he might like being the sort of dominant penetrative partner in a sexual context because he was more feminine in a non-sexual context, yeah. which he'd felt self-conscious about. That was what I was getting at because I, I wonder yeah. whether because if you if you're the penetrative partner, it's it's a position of power. You have to be quite um, you have to be com- comfortable and confident. Exactly. And yeah. Vulnerability is like a wit. There is mm-hmm. a vulnerability in exposing yourself and mm-hmm. being naked, but that like 
if, you, if you're trying to fuck someone, the last yeah. thing you want is like to think about how you're. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're literally opening yourself up to somebody. Yeah. That's exactly. not what should be on your mind. What you should be on your mind is like, yeah, I want to fuck. <laughs> so like, it's like a different. It comes from no, a different place, no, right? It does completely, completely. But then I was thinking more in that in that context because I mean I was saying that you know there's like this sort of joy in being completely like submissive. Mm. But then if you're not submissive, no. if you're not as sexually submissive, yeah, then yeah, how yeah. do you find that vulnerability? Mm. But then I think there's almost things like you know sometimes you might just say like a sexual fantasy. In the, in the moment, mm. which is revealing something about yourself. Um, and that can make you vulnerable if, if the other person could either be like, yeah, I'm going to go along with this or like, you stop. Yeah, yeah. Like I've just been watching, I've been rewatching Big Mouth on oh, Netflix, yeah, good yeah. show. Um, and so Jay and Jesse are kissing and she's just been like, maybe I will be your girlfriend. And then Jay is like, yeah, I'm 40. And she's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then I'm like, that was actually Jay making himself yes, vulnerable. showing up, revealing his sexual fantasy. Right, exactly. Mm. And actually, you know, it could be very damaging for him for someone to be like, ew, your sexual fantasy is disgusting. Yeah. Because it's not, it's yeah. just not compatible yeah. with her sexual yeah. fantasies. Um, so, yeah. um, well, I mean, um, how much do I want to sort of say, but um, so two things. One is um, vulnerability, I think, has multiple contexts, even within sexual vulnerability. So we can talk about being exposed, being naked, mm-hmm. and also particularly the vulnerability of being with a stranger. So, yes. so they're, they're seeing you for the first time, you don't know mm-hmm. how they're going to react, what they're going to do to you, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. There's other type of, there's the other sort of side of that could be that there are other kinds of vulnerability. So revealing a, a bit more about your kinks and fetishes is yes. another kind. Yep. Um, just that it's not all about like feeling weak or feeling vulnerable mm-hmm. vulnerability typically sort of the translation of vulnerability is sort of synonymous with weakness mm-hmm. or sort of um you know weak points and things mm-hmm. about yourself that you're not as confident about mm-hmm. so it doesn't have to be just because like the power thing it can be a different side of just you're you're, you're showing something for the first time right. that's a vulnerability yeah um anyway so that was one thing mm-hmm. and then the other thing that came to mind was um, about so that I've, I've had so many sexual we've, we've spoken about kink many times before mm-hmm. on this podcast um sharing kinks with new sexual partners um mm-hmm. historically has not gone well for me right um including um to a degree with my husband although that he he did come around but the initial reaction mm-hmm. from a lot of men who are not into those things mm-hmm. can be um oh no yeah um and yeah and, there's a some of that is to do with the stigma that surrounds it rather than so with my husband it was a misunderstanding of what he thought I meant by right. things like bondage right. he thought he meant that I wanted him to like hurt me and like okay. dominate me and stuff mm-hmm. like that like okay dominate a little bit maybe <laughs> but like <laughs> but not like you know I don't want you to like stand on me or like yeah. crush me or something mm-hmm. like that when I say me I'm also referring to other things but like more specific parts of me obviously yes yes but um, <laughs> yeah I'm just saying like that vulnerability of like being tied up is what I like. Yes. Whereas, and then he was like, okay, that's not, that's not so bad. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. as long as he doesn't have to be tied up. I think I've had this conversation before on, on the podcast as well. Like as yeah, long as he yeah. doesn't have to be tied up, he doesn't mind the concept of bondage. Right, exactly. As long yeah. as that's what bondage means. Yeah. And people have this sort of tendency to conflate lots of different mm-hmm, you know, aspects mm-hmm. of kink into like one yeah. perverse kind of world of, you know, oh, it's yeah. people doing ridiculous, horrible things to each other. And I don't know, the most sort of doing the most extreme things. Yeah, if you think yeah. about your most extreme yeah. idea of kink and kind of like. Yeah. Um, and I mean, but I mean, this is where like lack of like education and communication yeah. comes in as well because it's like if you don't know much about it or haven't felt like you can talk about it, then it's easy to think, oh my gosh, you're inter- in you're into one kinky thing and now you want me to poo on you. Okay, like ah, uh, what we do? Yeah, yes, you know. Exactly. And it's like, um, so yes, 
all, all yes different kinds of <laughs> um so another thing that this um article called fizzymag.com fizzymag which i basically just read because i love the name of the okay. fantasy. Yeah. um uh, how sexual vulnerability can actually be a positive thing Mm-hmm. Um, this was interesting because it talked a lot about how in everyday life we're encouraged not to show emotion uh, and not to be emotionally vulnerable or be, yeah. you know, revealing and vulnerable in general. I think um, very much particularly with men, mm-hmm. but uh, women as well. I mean, everybody. Um, and then that said that could be why when you do like sex is a place where you almost have permission to be vulnerable because it's kind of like a, a different side of you. Mm. Um, so that's why you can feel like loads of different random emotions when you're having sex, partly, which I thought was quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it said, um, you might feel sadness for all the things you've desired, but never got for all those years. Uh, you missed out on living life for the person who you wish you were enjoying this moment with instead. Or you might feel joy for having this moment of love and tenderness. Perhaps you might experience anger and disgust due to past sexual trauma or because of a sense of detachment between yourself and them or that you're actually scared of sharing yourself like this. Mm. Which I thought was interesting. And I, I've definitely like had moments like that where I'm like, I'm having this really nice time with this person and I'm suddenly really sad about this random thing. And yeah. then it's like, oh, maybe it's just because I haven't given myself permission to be yeah. sad about it. And now I'm in this like emotional, my emotional guard is down. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Coming in me. I've definitely had the vulnerability thing of like feeling disgusted that I've been vulnerable with the wrong person or like mm-hmm. that I've been too vulnerable too quickly or yeah yeah, yeah so definitely I that too. definitely um and then finally I I read another article amyjogoddard.com so specifically okay. Amy Jo Goddard yeah <laughs> what she has to say Clearly, about it. Yeah. um dancing around sexual vulnerability Two, so she must have done a first one about that as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so That's she it, yeah. said, well, they said, um, sex is by nature a vulnerable act on so many levels. To open one's body bare, to share deep feeling, to allow yourself to be penetrated or seen naked, to expose tender parts of yourself like desire, fantasy, and insecurity, to allow yourself to want and desire and to be fulfilled. These things are vulnerable. Mm. I thought that summed it up quite well. It is literally like every single thing you're sharing in sex is making you vulnerable like exactly um and so so my own thoughts on it Mm -hmm. (laughs) to sum up coming back to what you were saying about um the specific vulnerability of of being with a stranger yeah um is i was thinking maybe partly the reason i used to like to have sex with strangers so much was because it was like a place where i could be vulnerable in a certain way um Mm. and then it wouldn't like there wouldn't be the risk of it coming back to haunt me because it was no one in my social circle. Yeah. So it's like, it can never be used against me. I would never have to like feel awkward about it because I just had sex with this person I probably wouldn't see again. Um, so that kind of made me think that. And then also I just wrote down, vulnerability equals essential for passion. Discuss. <laughs> so I know <laughs> so something more to talk about as we go on. Right, okay. Um, well, maybe we should talk about uh, our words. Yes. Yes. Cool. So what is your word? Um, so what my, well, my uh, phrase is, um, your it, phrase, it's erotic exposure. So we, yeah. we, we, I mean, we've been, we've started talking in this about mm-hmm. this already. Um, so the thrill of being in someone else's hands. Yeah. Um, there's something in the touch of someone's hands uh, going towards your intimate parts. There's yeah. that whole thrill, isn't there? Of like the inner thighs oh or like, you know, as people sort of venture towards it. Or yeah. put, when they put their hands down, when you're still clothed, like down inside your mm-hmm. um, lower clothing mm-hmm. items. Or like pull at your clothing. Yes, kind of like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of like, I think there's also that whole thing, isn't there? Of like all of the body parts that you have that are vulnerable are ticklish. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they have like arteries and veins and yes. stuff that they're protecting. That's that, so true. So like yeah. your inner thighs are like full of like crucial arteries that supply blood to your legs. And if yeah. they're cut, you'll die in 30 seconds. Yep. So um, <laughs> there's a kind of thing there. It's a trust 
of yeah. like if somebody's touching you there they could easily you know if they were armed kill I suppose you. kill you yeah um hopefully they're not yes <laughs> but anyway yeah well um, that, that's that's part of it you're making yourself vulnerable exactly. because they could do that yes and hopefully they won't <laughs> exactly and um, that's the paradox for me mm-hmm. so that there is a safety in that if you're mm-hmm. being touched in a nice way there um, it feels so good mm-hmm. because it's actually very safe and it's the it's the counterpoint mm-hmm. to vulnerability yeah in that you're you are you're giving yourself up yeah you're, you're trusting someone else but you're feeling safe but you can only feel safe after you've been vulnerable mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. that whole um it's like resilience the concept yeah. of resilience you can only be resilient if you've been knocked down and stood up and, and you've got yourself up again yeah with with confidence and with and vulnerability so confidence only comes after you've been vulnerable yeah Yes. Safety as well. Oh my gosh, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. Thanks. Oh my god, because that's actually like. Okay, yes, I've got lots to say on that. But have you got anything? (laughs) Have you got anything else to say? Well, then that was all I I was going to say as well. Is that um, uh, I think we were speaking about why sex with strangers has that has that interesting attraction and that that allure. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, because it's um, because it's you're you're getting your vulnerability out and you're um, kind of exposing yourself to to new people Mm -hmm. and it's that scary thrill of um, of you don't know what they're gonna do yeah um that you've got a fairly good idea you know mm-hmm. and then um with, and with with long-term partners mm-hmm. um a lot for a lot of people that sort of that feeling won't be there anymore so you have to either find something else yeah um to replace that feeling of mm-hmm. that thrill of vulnerability or a lot of couples try new things in the bedroom yeah. so that's why um, people sort of turn to different things kinks mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. kind of Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been noticing that even in my relationship is like when we first got together, we were like, oh, let's try this fantasy and this fantasy and mm-hmm. this role play. And, blah, blah, blah. and then now more recently, we're like, um, oh, have, like, should we try a new role play? Have you got any ideas? And then and then, well, certainly I'm just like, I don't I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we got into such a sort of um, suddenly it feels vulnerable again yeah. to, to talk about new role plays. We've got, you know got this established routine now exactly but yeah. i know every time we do sort of say something then it's so much more i feel so much more close mm. to my partner so yeah it's that thing of like doing something a little bit scary to then get this whole new level of intimacy yes yeah yeah that's true that's true things that are not just sex as well i think that's true with like everything if you if you're both taking a risk on something mm-hmm. um every time it goes well you it brings you closer yeah. that's because the, it's, it's a risk you're sort of you don't know how it's going to go yeah um yeah exactly Exactly. Yeah. What's your phrase? So my word is a little bit similar. My word is um, naked or bare mm. kind of came together, um, which is similar to exposure, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, because obviously I think very much about being vulnerable as being physically naked, but also, you know, emotionally naked. And, you know, like you suddenly have no... All my defences are down. Mm, yeah. So I'm suddenly like, this is what I'm in... You know, these are my fantasies. This is what I want you to do to me. This is what I'm going to do to you. Mm. Um, and this is what I look like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's kind of, uh, yeah, just, you know, just, just this total nakedness, really. Yeah. Yeah. Total nakedness. Total, total <laughs> nakedness. Ooh, getting excited for saying I that. I know, you see, this is it. Vulnerability is exciting. I know, I wish I had an alliteration there. I was like, vulnerability is... V- v- vivacious. Virulent. Virulent. Oh, dear. Um... Yeah, so I mean, it does, should we go on to stories? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first this time? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, well, this is quite good because it's actually um, responding to similar to a lot of stuff you said uh, in your word. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, I kind of split it into different types of vulnerability as well. I don't really have two big stories. I more have little stories about little moments of vulnerability. Mm. So I'll start with the, like, the, the good kind. Um, so being naked, first yeah. of all. And this is going back to what you say about you have to be 
vulnerable to be confident. Yeah. Because this is the thing of like, so long as people didn't see me naked, it was fine because I wasn't naked. But then when people started seeing me naked for the first time, then that was scary. But now since doing like burlesque, now I don't care about being naked. So now it's like, I'm confident in mm. my body. Mm-hmm. But I had to kind of go through that thing of being naked in front of people before before I could feel confident. Yeah, of course. So there you go. So I was like, but, um, but yeah, so I remember the, the normally when I, when I would have sex with people and obviously get naked, I didn't feel vulnerable then because it was sort of like, we were both naked, we were both in the moment, we were both like, you know, turned on, whatever. But then it was more like the morning after, mm. like, oh, we're still naked and I need to get out of the bed and all yeah, yeah, dress yeah. <laughs> and in the cold light of day. Yeah. Um, so there was this guy that I, so we'd had sex and then the next morning, we woke up and I was like, oh, do you, do you want a cup? Because he was at mine. So I was like, should be hospitable. So I was like, do you want a cup of tea or anything? And he was like, I'd love a cup of tea. And then I was like, okay. And then I was like, wait, I'm going to have to get out of bed. And I was on the opposite side to the door. So I was like, I wasn't going to climb. Yeah, I was like, I'm yeah, going to have yeah. to put across the room to get out the door and he's going to see me naked like that whole time. Mm. So I remember kind of rolling out of the bed and sort of running to where this blanket was on the floor and throwing the blanket around myself. <laughs> before then like going to make the tea yeah, yeah. and I was just like okay I saw me naked for like a minimum amount of time yeah. and it's so funny to me that I was so self-conscious yeah, about yeah, it yeah. and I don't know why but maybe there was part of me who was just like yeah it's just that thing of like before it had been dark and in the moment mm. or part of me was like maybe he'll be like that is what I had sex with <laughs> like mm, I don't know. Yeah, I know and then the other time that I remember feeling particularly vulnerable about being naked was uh, the first time I had sex with my ex um, and we'd been friends for a really long time. So I think that the idea of us then being intimate in a uh, physical way yeah. was very strange to me. Um, and I remember we'd been like making out and we were in bed. And then he sort of held onto my, he sort of fingered my top, uh, mm. my pajama top. And he was just like, take this off. And then I just, I just suddenly like rolled away and like laughed or something. So I was like, I don't want you to see my breasts. <laughs> this is so weird. And I think he was really like, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. And I was like, no, I just, I, and it was so, again, that was so weird. Cause normally like in the, the build up to sex, I just wouldn't care. But in that instant, I was like, you're my friend. Yeah. You just see my breasts. So. <laughs> I know it's a perfectly natural response to that yeah. situation. But exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, isn't it funny? It's the same thing as like that feeling of ticklishness, isn't it? With vulnerability. Cause mm-hmm. it can make you laugh. It can make, it can tickle your, funny yes, bones so yes. to speak or humour yes. because you're like but this isn't yeah isn't, like it's, this is yeah. weird this is so odd yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm literally revealing a part of myself that I sh- shouldn't or didn't haven't previously shouldn't have. right what on earth is t- <laughs> what tense is again <laughs> that I shouldn't that, that I previously did. wouldn't have done <laughs> yeah no exactly but I will have not done it. <laughs> you know what I mean the past conditional past I don't conditional, know, I know. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, yeah so, so that's what you made me think of actually as well was um so with my partner as well, like, you know, if we're being sort of, you know, erotic and, and mm. somebody's like touching my neck or my thighs or my tummy, or whatever, it just feels so nice. And I'm completely like, like, I love it. And then if he like tickles me or like blows a raspberry on me or something, yeah. suddenly I'm like, I, I can't let him, I like, I won't yeah, because my yeah. body will just not like he'll, he'll, and even like, he's like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just yeah. going to like kiss you or stroke you or something. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, my whole body is expecting you to tickle me yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But it's really funny because it's like, I, even if I tell my body to like, not Calm do down. that. Yeah, can't yeah, yeah. Tell. It will just be like, nope, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> husband is like that. Really? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, anything like uh, belly or, or sort of anything mm-hmm. sort of intimate, he sort of, he jumps. Yeah, Takes yeah. him a while to calm down. That's it. But yeah. I'm the opposite of that. Uh, oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't tend to react at all. Mm, well, that's useful. I wish I had that. I know. It's, like, it's really annoying <laughs> when I don't just... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's quite fun. And also, it's from my funny, perspective, yeah. I think I find it really cute. I find it very sweet yeah, when he reacts because yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you're still yeah. like, yeah, you you still feel very vulnerable, and that's yes. and that is attractive in a way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's that means you can have fun. You can yeah, play games. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I know you're not actually going to hurt me. Kind yes. Of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the other thing I was going to say with that is that it's interesting because of course you have done burlesque. Yeah. So getting naked in front of people, not completely naked, mm-hmm. but quite naked in front of quite, it's like a binary oh, state, you know what I mean? Yes. Wearing very few clothes mm-hmm. in front of people is something that you've now been doing for a little bit. Yes. So um, how, how has that changed your perspective of vulnerability with nakedness? Well, I think because again, like the first time doing it was like, oh my God, this is gonna, this is like, this is a hurdle to jump. Mm. And I think there was, yes, that feeling of being like, I am going to be vulnerable in a way I haven't been before. Mm. Um, but actually doing it felt so kind of empowering really um and now you know now it just feels like oh i'm just doing it because that's like what i'm doing but the first time you're like yes i'm taking my clothes in front of people oh my yeah. god it's so exciting and uh and then once you do it that first time it's like oh okay that wasn't actually such a big deal mm-hmm. um but i think by the time i started doing burlesque i was already i'd already done quite a lot of work to be more confident in my body right anyway yeah, yeah. so i think by that point I probably already had enough sexual partners to be like, you look like a Greek goddess. That was one. one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice, yeah. But you know, but like enough, enough kind of um, validation from sexual partners and also not also from myself, but like that helped yeah. um, to then be like, okay, no, I am. Um, and you know, also like the women's movement, feminism, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, no, my body is great. It's fine. And I'm not saying, I do sometimes feel not confident in my body because everybody does. Um, sure. But I feel like I've broadly got to a point where I'm like, I can be naked and I'm okay. But like, not if like, not just, if I was just getting changed or something in my room and then someone walked in, I'd still be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't look at me. I'm not on stage. Yeah, yeah, I know what you <laughs> and mean. you're not having sex with me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, so like, either it's for sex or for art. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> I, 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 not I comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> my, the other thing that I thought of when you were speaking then was, yeah. um, if I was, if I'd been told that I look like a Greek goddess, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, my first reaction would that, to, to that would have been, which one? Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. I, you know, now that I know more about Greek goddesses, <laughs> yeah. I, would have, I would have said that. I should have said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should actually like get in touch with this guy. Yeah, like, like, excuse me, when you said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if it's Athena, <clears throat> uh, oh, Artemis though. No. <laughs> I mean Aphrodite. Aphrodite, yeah, one, yeah, but... yeah. Well, Artemis is the one that's always caught naked in the woods, right? That's Turning true. people into random animals. That's anyway. true. That's true. It's fine. Who then get eaten by their own? Who dogs. then get eaten by their own? Dogs. <laughs> okay. yes. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that that was my first stuff on vulnerability. So so have you got anything? I do. Story now on? Um, so um, my first one is is a little bit more uh, in sort of the next like negative space of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So as um, I often bring the dark to the shade to this podcast. Of course, of course. Um, but anyway, so um, and it's sort of in this context of dating. So rather mm-hmm. than vulnerability and with nakedness specifically. Um, I'm talking about um, just the concept of, of people who um, I give personal details about myself right. to and yeah, then yeah. they kind of get abused. So um, there's a vulnerability in obviously protecting your, your privacy mm-hmm. and um, retaining um, a sense of anonymity when mm-hmm. you um, sleep with people that you don't know very well. So um, there was, this has happened to me twice in my life, which mm-hmm. is um, regrettable and I probably should have been more careful, but I'm glad that it kind of won't really happen that much anymore now. Well, yeah. Um, but the, um, basically uh, on one occasion, um, there was a guy who um, I I went to, I was, I was, I was at a Shakespeare play mm-hmm. and I was with um, a friend from Australia and she was going back the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so we went to the Shakespeare play, it was a Midsummer Night's Dream and, um, 
I was on uh, Grinder in mm-hmm. the intermission, found a guy, and I was like, yeah. I'm going to go around your house. So I went around, I, you know, I, I was like, I'm going to go around your house. He invited <laughs> me round. <laughs> So, hi, I'm coming over. See you in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm just going to invade your personal space. Yeah. Um, you'll be the vulnerable one. No, no, no. Um, so anyway, um, anyway, I went around his house. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this this whole date was a bit of an exercise in vulnerability as far as you could call it a date. Okay. Um, but he asked me loads of personal questions about myself um, while we were kind of like naked in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he sort of like, we, yeah, we sort of slowly undressed and a kind mm-hmm. of like wearing night clothes, levels of clothing. I was in, so I did I did bunny ears as in, <laughs> as in like air quotes yeah. you know um, so yeah um, I was like in boxes or whatever right okay okay um, and this was I don't know if I told the story before this was the guy who was like you can't um, you can't get an erection when yes. you're in bed with me yes yeah, yeah, yeah I can't yeah, remember yeah. which episode that was but I've told yeah, the story yeah, before yeah yeah Anyway, he asked me so many personal questions about myself mm-hmm. and then the next day he called me um, no he texted me 99 times um, oh, and it was so terrifying I just was like I can't when are you going to stop texting me? Like, yeah, are you ever, yeah. is there ever going to be a time in my life when you're not going to be texting me? And of course it was only over like one day uh-huh. and it did stop because I stopped eventually yeah, um, yeah. trying to stop him from replying and it just wouldn't, just wasn't going anywhere. And then anyway, the same sort of thing happened a second time um, mm-hmm. and it was even worse. So basically um, what I did with, um, what, I, what I later learned you could do with a phone is you can block people's numbers right yes yeah yeah so i um anyway i slept with this guy mm-hmm. um he was the sex was perfectly fine mm-hmm. but and he was a reasonably all right guy but mm-hmm. he was one of those people who was like um he was he did the, he did my pet hate thing of like where are you from or something oh, like that yeah okay and i was like Ugh. and he was like what do you mean Ugh. anyway and we kind of yeah, got yeah. over it and and then i was like oh, okay i'll sleep with you but i'm not gonna carry this on because yeah know, yeah because he was this, perfectly yeah. Like good kisser. Sure. And, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, let's just. Yeah. I don't want to know thing. you. Yeah, I don't want to know you yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's that's enough. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I went away from that, and then mm. he texted me like every like few days. He'd text me and be like, "How are you?" And I'm like, yeah. "Okay, that's fine. I'll reply. We're just friends." Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm fine. Um. How are you? You know. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of weeks passed, and I think I just I stopped replying to him because mm-hmm. he was like, "When are we going to hang out again?" And I was just like, oh, "I don't want to tell you." No, I don't want yeah. to. So I just didn't say anything, which is sure. not really good on my part, but there you go. And I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of people do it. <laughs> like, yeah. That's how, yeah. Um, and then um, I was just like, no, I, I found you a little bit racist and I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I just thought you had like too many opinions. Wait, uh, did you that say I didn't that? Like. Or... No, 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 no. no, no. Just I just did it yeah. to myself. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to block you. Yeah. Um, so I blocked him from um, like everything that I had him on. Yeah. Um, and, but I forgot to block his number on my main phone. Like I blocked his WhatsApp and oh. I blocked like other things, but I forgot to block yeah. him on my main phone. We forget about the main phone yeah, these exactly. days. Yeah, no. And then I was like, um, he just sent me like, he, he, he texted me like four times oh and then I God. blocked, I blocked his number. Cause he was like, what are you like? Why, why did you, you blocked me? I can't believe you did that. Like, I was, anyway, yeah. I, I quickly, I was like, it was, and the messages were coming through like every uh-huh. 10 seconds. I blocked him on the phone and then I got, calls 25 times oh from a private God. number and they were spaced like every like he was doing it like every minute or every oh two minutes God. and i i can't tell you like my heart rate i think was like so fast Whoa. i was like i don't and i turned my phone off mm-hmm. and then i was like i think and i think i went to bed and then i woke up the next morning and i was like i really hope he's not gonna i'm not gonna have like more missed calls anyway i turned the phone back on and it there was no more like okay i think what happened was like maybe when i blocked the number i didn't do it properly so i right, blocked the yeah, text yeah, yeah. didn't block the number oh i see and so, so then the private was still going... number was the phone just saying i don't know who this is calling you 
And then anyway, it fixed itself. Oh my god. So. But that's horrible. And in both those cases, they didn't come to yours, right? You went to yeah, exactly. Theirs, which is so I didn't know where I lived. lucky. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I suppose that's when it is incredibly scary because you're like, okay, I have made myself vulnerable in not a safe yes space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when it can turn back on yeah. you. And well, there was the guy. Did I tell you about the guy that um, I watched Sideways with when no. I lived with you? And um, he came over and we drank wine. We watched like because Sideways is like. It's Sandra O, oh, so I just love Sandra O. Oh. Okay, okay. But um, we watched like 10 minutes of Sideways. Then yeah. we started, he brought wine over because um, we were going to have this like wine date. Anyway, he didn't look anything like I thought he was going to right, look. Right, okay. The guy, I'm sure I've talked about this before where like I could have walked past him in the, in the, at the station when I went to pick him up and bring him back to mine. I don't remember. Maybe I haven't. So maybe you okay. haven't. Okay. <laughs> um, well, anyway, um, I'm giving all my stories away yeah. then. Um, but anyway, yeah, so he, uh, he... Wasn't, he didn't look a thing like I thought he was going right, to look. He okay. looked like 10 years older or okay, bigger yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, and um, he basically, I think he wanked me off or something in bed. Uh-huh. And then um, he was like, oh, don't worry. That's what, like, I don't know. And I was like, I don't, okay. I don't. And then he wanted me to do things to him. And I was like, I really don't want to do things to him. Oh, anyway, yeah. I was like, um, actually, could you just go? <laughs> could you just go? Because I, yeah. I didn't really want that, and I don't yeah, really want yeah. it. And I was like, I've only just realised this now. And, oh god! Um, and I was like, I hadn't realised it now. I realised it like half an hour ago. But I allowed things to happen anyway because yeah, yeah, I was sort yeah. of vulnerable. It's about vulnerability. It was yeah. like I don't actually have that much. I've given up my control over this situation mm-hmm. a little bit already. Mm-hmm. And it's that whole like I can't assert myself anymore. I know. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we talked about in coercion as well. Really, yeah, it's like yeah, that, like yeah. giving a little bit each time. Yeah. And then you're suddenly like oh now I yeah, yeah. don't know how to stop this exactly but yeah. he, he, he then he I kicked him out he mm-hmm. then um, I didn't kick him out I was like do you mind if you go and he was like do you mind if you do you mind if you, do you mind if we just don't do this yeah, yeah, and he yeah. was like um, no it's fine and I was like you can still st- I, think, I, can, I think I said something you can still mm-hmm. stay the night and he was like no I've got a friend I can stay with okay. and then he he left he collected all the stuff he left and then he phoned me um, like twice he left really aggressive answer phone messages <sighs> Saying things like, um, "Oh, you know, um, I don't have anywhere to stay now, and I've got to." I was like, "Literally, I, I literally, my head, said, you literally you said I said you could, and you said that you didn't. Uh, you had somewhere anyway." And then you like called me like a cunt and various other things like that, and I was just like, "Okay," shouting at me on the phone. I had to, and that was another number that got blocked. Um, I mean, yeah, that yeah. stuff. That stuff is so horrible. I remember that I've, I've had similar situations with like random people. I gave my number to in the bus or whatever, and then mm. like we met up like once, and then and then I've been like, okay, and I'm not having even done anything sexual. I've just been like, okay, well, you know, we met up, and I don't really want to meet up with you again. Yeah. And then uh, the, the people are like, okay, I get the message. You yeah. don't want to see me anymore. Da, da, da. And it's like, I just exactly. Well, now I don't. No. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, Before I was I like, know. I just don't really want to, and now yeah. I'm. Like, never want to see you again like you've revealed your life. true colors here now yeah like, you've made yourself vulnerable in that you're you've shown me you're a horrible yeah, person exactly I exactly i know also yeah you know um yeah well is there yeah did you know anything more about the, the bad side of vulnerable no no that was it really that was all yeah. i wanted to say but i mean i think that's important because i think that that was it like there was so much of the research i looked into was like you know making yourself vulnerable can be the best thing you can ever do for your sex life yeah and obviously it can be but there it, it's it <laughs> It's so dangerous. It can yeah. be so dangerous as well. Well, linking it to um, an actual sexual experience as well, mm-hmm. I've told this story definitely, was um, when I said, I, you know, when I, when linking it back to kink, mm-hmm. um, being tied up and saying stop and having safe words and having them be ignored, that's another that's Again. another example of vulnerability yeah. going wrong. A vulnerability abused. abused. Like someone being like, abused. you've made yourself vulnerable to me and I'm not respecting that. Exactly. Or giving anything back to, yeah. yeah. No, exactly, exactly. Anyway... Uh, 
<laughs> your second half of the um, story section. Yeah, I was going to talk more about, um, you know, kind of uh, not not negative vulnerability, but I will just let's get the heavy stuff out of the way. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, okay, so obviously this this was again being like physically vulnerable um, in a way that I was like, oh shit, I'm in danger, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, so the the one time is one I talked about in N is for no, mm-hmm. which was when the the guy that I had been sleeping with and then was like, I don't want to sleep with you anymore. Um, and then he, he, we were sleeping in the same bed and then he, uh, like pinned me to the bed and was like, I know what you, I know you like being restrained or whatever. Yeah. Um, and tried to have sex, tried to rape me. Yeah. And I, <laughs> um, and I was like, anyway, I just had to keep saying, no, I really, really don't want to. And then he did eventually stop. Yeah. So that was good. But it was, um, yeah, it was just that, again, that situation of being like, oh, wow. I am actually physically vulnerable in that I cannot stop you doing this. This was the guy who uh, said, I know what you like and pinned yes, you down. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 that guy. Um, another time, which I will go into much more detail in a later episode, episode R. Um, <laughs> uh, what but, R's for? Um, <clears throat> yeah, carry on. Um, <laughs> but this was, again, of sort of being uh, talked into and coerced into getting naked in a a public place. Oh, okay. Well, it was a public place where nobody was at, but it yeah, was a place yeah, where people yeah. could like come into. Um, and then it was a kitchen um, <laughs> in a in a pub. Okay, so okay, um, and then like someone uh, coming in. I think the porter possibly coming to the kitchen, and I was like naked with this guy at the back of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So we were like crouched down behind a counter thing, so he couldn't see us. But it was suddenly this realization that I was naked. Yeah. There was a person over there. I had no idea who it was. Yeah. I had an idea and someone I worked with mm. and I was with this guy so I was like you know if I say no to you you could literally just be like oh look Jacinda's got naked over yeah, here you yeah, know yeah. and I mean I'm not saying he would have but he could have and that was suddenly this feeling of like I guess I was um uh like socially vulnerable mm. I was vulnerable in lots of ways but I think that was the thing that immediately occurred to me was like if people find out about this my um my position in this company, mm. like, and this was like a toxic workplace yeah, in yeah, that yeah. like, was very sort of toxic masculinity was pretty dominant. Dominant. Yeah. I was like, this was a place that if anyone finds out about this, I will be, you know, the, the slut vilified. of the moment. I will be vilified mm. in, and not in an exciting, erotic, no, 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 <laughs> not, not in a not powerful, in powerful way. way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a really bad way. And, yeah. I, and I think that, that was the most terrifying thing to me. It's like, oh my God, you've got me into this situation yeah, yeah. where if I don't do what you say, you could ruin my whole, um, I'm trying to think of a very specific word, reputation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that was like really, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know, I was going to say, I don't know if it makes you feel any better, but I would have said that if he had drawn attention to you in any particular way, he'd have put his own reputation on the line too. Well, yes, he would have, but I think that's the... I didn't think about that. Mm, so I suppose yeah, he had, yeah. I, I suppose technically he had make, made himself vulnerable as well. Because mm. um, he's got like a literally... A naked woman, like, right? But he and he's. I'm assuming not naked. Was he naked? He was definitely partially naked. Okay. But it was. It you know. Yeah. I don't but, know. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I mean, yes, he was. He did actually end up getting fired. So he did make himself vulnerable. Right. He literally he put his job but on for the a line. Reason. But yeah. <laughs> mm, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, different person. <laughs> yeah. No. Anyway, it was. But it was. Um, 
but yes, in that moment, I didn't think about that. In yeah, that moment, yeah. and and also I knew, like in that moment, even like he okay, he put himself like professionally, professionally vulnerable, and I suppose legally vulnerable as well. But I was mm. still like in this very specific workplace with these very specific people. No matter what happens, I will be the villain in this scenario because I will be like the seductress who right, right. got him, um, who got him all excited. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yes. that's maybe more of a conversation for another time. But yeah, it was just a situation of being like, oh shit, I'm incredibly vulnerable right now, and this is not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Fair enough. Dark story yeah. out the way. I mean, yeah. I think I suppose I was just sort of trying to say if you if you are both if you're both consenting, um, I don't want to. I mean, pe- the sort of the idea of being naked in a public space is obviously a kink oh of a kind yeah totally and yeah very valid and yeah. um if you're two consenting adults yeah. and you're not being coerced into doing yeah. something then it's a go for it yeah but, I, I imagine if that had been a different situation with a different person and it had been consenting it probably would have been like oh shit there's someone else in here yeah yeah Ooh. and then you'd be like oh lucky escape yeah, 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 yeah that was yeah. exciting <laughs> but um it wasn't that so yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. No. but yes no you're quite right i'm not saying it's bad to be get naked in a public space that's absolutely fine mm. but like well you know within reason like yeah. don't sort of run around in front of young children or something no like, oh god hey <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of legally vulnerable <laughs> yeah don't do that but yes within certain contexts yes yeah yeah um yeah cool um have you got any other nicer vulnerable stories i do have a slightly nicer vulnerable story um okay i think i sort of talked about this before but i'll just expand in the context of vulnerability nice. um although i keep saying i've said this before and i don't necessarily know that <laughs> i have now i, I maybe um, and you you're Remember everything we've ever said. That's no, right. it's true. And also, it's one of those things. You're sort of writing my book at the same time, and exactly, who knows you know. where what's gone where. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> that's what the, they yeah, said. That's what they said. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so um, this one is uh, so uh, I um, I've, I've spoken before about my enjoyment of bondage, and mm-hmm. I'm coming back to that because it's a good it's a good place to go for vulnerability. Yeah. Um, because obviously you don't have as much control. So you're, mm-hmm. that's kind of the kink you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was uh, tied spread eagle to a guy's bed mm-hmm. and uh, he was um, he was fully clothed and I was naked. Mm-hmm. We were in a hotel room. <laughs> there were two things that happened. Yeah. That uh, particular kind of vulnerability things that I should draw out here. Okay. One um, is how he uh, spoke to me. So mm-hmm. um, he would use language like, I can do anything to you now. Right, which yeah, is, yeah. Very sexy. Very sexy. <laughs> um, and he would. Talk, I've spoken about him. This is the narrator. I think I might have done it in N actually. Mm-hmm. And he. Um, oh yeah. He talked about like everything that he was going to do, and then yeah, everything yeah. that I. Every time I reacted to his ministrations, mm-hmm. he would um, comment on, "Oh, your muscles tensing," and mm-hmm. um, I'm going to do this to you now. I'm going to do that to you now. Um, mm. And uh, it was very exciting. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, but very vulnerable because yeah. that's what he was highlighting. He was like, "I could, I could touch you here now. I could touch mm-hmm. you here. Um, I could just." Um, I don't know. I could, um, I could fuck you like this. I yeah, could, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Stick a dildo in here. I could um, yeah, do yeah. this while I do this. Or whatever. Yeah. I could call up to. I could call up one of my friends, and we could do this. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I, I was like, if we, if we he could do those things, <laughs> could, and they're all hypothetical, yeah, so that was all fine. Could have <laughs> had he actually word. done yeah, yeah. that? I would have been like, hang on a minute, let's talk about that. For yeah, a second. yeah, But maybe. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm not, not dismissing it out no. of the back. Anyway, Just want to talk about it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
And um, the second thing that mm-hmm. happened was we were in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a Saturday morning. Yeah. And uh, there was a knock at the door and the woman said housekeeping and opened the door straight away, like they do, because that's yeah, what they do. Of course, yeah. And Unless you put the do not disturb, yes, which you obviously hadn't. Yeah. And I don't know whether she saw or not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did she just like immediately close the door? No, again? no, no. Like he was very quick and yeah, got yeah. up because he was still clothed. Right, he got okay. up and was like, no, 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 I don't need anything. Thank you. But she did. I did definitely see her. Right, I okay. saw her shape. Okay. I didn't see. I didn't make eye contact with her. I didn't see her. I didn't because you know sometimes they just sort of look like they're yeah, busy yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they just sort of um, like yeah, they've got their kind of heads sucked down and they're kind of thinking about the job or whatever. Yeah. Cause she, but she done it so quickly. It was one of those things. I was like, oh fuck, you know, like and. <laughs> but anyway, it was quite funny because obviously she. It was a hotel. I, I was she, she doesn't know who I am. I'm not gonna. She, no yeah. one's gonna remember anybody's faces. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was I, like. Oh I was say, to be fair, also, I, I imagine that happens quite a lot in yes, hotels. It must I do, so must too. it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that, that's really funny. <laughs> that. Oh my god, strange to see me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah. also, uh, in terms of the narrating everything, mm. I imagine. So there's the thing of like, I could do all this stuff to you. So you're yeah. like, oh yeah, vulnerable in that respect. But also the fact of telling you what you your body was doing. Yes. I feel like that's another thing because it's like that's something that I almost don't think about when yeah. I'm having sex and actually for someone to tell me what my body's doing there's uh, there's a, something quite exposing about that mm. as well which is obviously quite erotic and in the with the right person yeah but it's like really is that am I doing that yeah because that's it isn't am it I another V right is like voluntary and you're it's involuntary you're exactly. not exactly your muscles are moving without themselves and then yeah. I, was, I was doing writing a bit of a novel at the moment and I was t- typing a sex scene up this morning yes. and um, one of the things that happens in my novel is mm-hmm. that the guy um, is like twisting away from the pleasure because yeah. you do that, don't you? Like, yeah. if you if you're like if you're enjoying it, you almost if you're enjoying it too much, yeah. it's the same reaction yeah. as it hurts. Yeah. You're kind of like, yeah. oh, I really like that, but for some reason your body moves away yeah. from it, yeah. which is really odd because you like it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like this. It's like it's because it's so intense. It's like yeah, intensity. Yeah, yeah. It's like you almost can't handle it. Yeah. But then you want it to carry on. Exactly. Oh my god. Oh, anyway. body's doomed. Oh, well, that, that was a nice story. I like that. Yeah. Story. Um, can I just tell you a few other things that just like make me feel vulnerable? Please do. Okay. So, um, hand jobs. <laughs> you feel really vulnerable. You mean you doing hand Me jobs? Me doing them, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, they're the one thing. Okay, so I think that like right from when I first started having like sexual experiences, like blowjobs, it's like, it's like you you can't go that wrong with a blowjob. It's kind of like. The <laughs> You know what? Like, I disagree. Okay, no, sorry. You can, you can, you can. No, no, I'm sorry. That wasn't what I meant to say. Okay, I feel less vulnerable about them because I just think um, generally my reaction... I started giving blowjobs quite early on. My very early sexual experiences were blowjobs. Yeah. And I seemed to get like a fairly pleasurable reaction. So I was like, I can obviously do these. This is fine. Did blowjobs come before handjobs for you? Yes. That's interesting. Yes, I didn't do handjobs till like really wow. late on. I didn't do handjobs until I was Not like... an entry level uh, <laughs> career <laughs> option for you. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gave one so okay so this was it and then I and then and then like obviously like penetrative sex was like okay well you know the, my my vagina's doing work like it's mm. fine um, so when it came to hand jobs I was like I'm very actively having to do this and I just felt so inexperienced mm. and I, I suppose the longer it went without doing them the, the more the, you know the more inexperienced I felt and then I like to think of myself as like a sex goddess and I was like I can't do hand jobs I've got no idea how to do hand jobs. Yeah. So um, it was there was one guy I had sex with. It was like you know early sexual experience, and he kind of co- almost sort of coached me through it. Like I was doing them, and he was like, "Oh, not as hard." And I was like, "Put some fasting on your hand." I was like, "Oh." Okay. And I wasn't actually super comfortable with the experience, but I was like, "At least you're giving me some tips." Mm. Um, and then obviously, then gradually started to realize everyone likes different things, so you know, you sort of learn as you go. But I, I think that was the thing. I was so scared of like 
giving a bad hand job that I just mm. didn't do them. Can I just draw a point on that? Mm-hmm. So learning experiences mm-hmm. in sex are very vulnerable times as yes. well. So the time mm-hmm. that you learn to do a particular thing yep. is a very vulnerable time. Yeah. And I often find that that's often not very enjoyable. But yeah. the lessons that you learn in that particular mm-hmm. go round, you can then apply without being verbally educated or whatever it is. Yeah. The, second, the next time after yeah. that. And then that time's much better. Exactly. So, you, But you have to go through that and trust in the process. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you're if you're like, oh, this is shit and this is really uncomfortable. Yeah, and I don't like being told. Well, I'm, I'm obviously doing it really wrong and I'm, sh- I'm, I'm crap and I'm going to go away mm-hmm. now. I'm never going to do it again. That's the failing. That's right. like, oh, that's not. Yeah. And yeah. This, is, this is what you say. You have to go through vulnerability in order to go to, build, go to confidence. Yes, exactly, exactly so. Um, also, so the end, and that was kind of leading on from that is accepting feedback mm. during sex. Again, it's like feedback is great, yeah. but it can make you feel vulnerable to be like, oh, I wasn't doing exactly the right thing. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll change it up. That's fine. But there is a little bit of you being like, why did you didn't like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Part of me doing that. <laughs> um, again, so then another thing that makes me... In a, within a sexual relationship, but like not sex specific, it's kind of, I feel very emotionally vulnerable telling people about my feelings. So that first thing of being like, what's our relationship status? Are we mm. in a relationship? Mm. Are you my boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. makes me feel incredibly vulnerable because I suppose there's always the risk there of them being like, oh, oh no, I didn't see it. Mm. And so that um, makes me very, feel very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, well, to- TV heightens that all the time, don't they? With the, all of their, all of the romance kind of elements of mm. TV sitcoms and movies are all about... Um, or the, the nervousness of either asking someone to marry you or or, or, or saying yeah. I love you by accident and then the other person's like oh yeah. no well, I, yeah, I yeah. like spending time with you I like you joke that I haven't seen 75 times on television in the last 10 years but that's anyway. such a good point that yeah. is a good point maybe that maybe that has informed like, but I do definitely feel like a deep feeling of yeah, like, yeah. and also that thing if somebody says it to me I go oh is that how you saw this um Anyway, um, yes, any kind of serious conversation. Um, so, like, it, even within my relationship now, like, I think I mentioned this in I is for intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, is is uh, We had quite a serious conversation about the future. So, like, you know, what, what do you think about marriage? What do you think about children? Like, something I like, literally never talked about before. And, um, and then we had, like, really great sex. And I was like, oh, wow, because that was such a scary conversation. And we were actually bearing something about ourselves. Because we've both kind of implicitly been, like, we're probably going to be together for a long time. Yeah. But we never explicitly said, like, this is how I see this going. Um, so that was, I think, a, a scenario where vulnerability, making ourselves vulnerable, then led to something passionate mm. Um, mm. and great. Uh, also, um, talking about what I, fantasies, again, I remember the first time I started telling people I was into, like, spanking or oh, yeah, hair pulling yeah. or things yeah. like that. Um, and, and this is a situation where, like, if people just did it to me, I was so relieved because I was like, now I don't have to tell you. But... You should never do that without asking first. Yeah, yeah. So it was like... Um, well, that depends on what they do. So, like, you can ramp up to it gradually, right? So spanking right, is a yeah, good example yeah, of, like, yeah. they can stop the light tap, tap. And if you, yeah. if you give a bit of an ooh, then they yeah. know they can go further. Right. Whereas if you're like... Just kind of, like, turn around. Yeah, just like... It's going to roll away. Maybe not. I'm just yeah. gonna, literally, like, every single time they try and move their arm, that yeah. way you're just like... Just twist your bum away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. Oh, you missed. That's no. Yeah. And actually, you know, I, I had a massive complex about spanking, about the fact I liked spanking as right. well, because there's that film with, um, what's her name from Friends, the famous one, Jennifer Aniston. And, um, oh, Lisa Kudrow, just the same. Sorry, they're all famous. They're all famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, 
oh, what's it called? I can't remember. But there's a scene where there's this, uh, she's dating this guy and then the guy's friend is like, oh, you're dating this woman. You should spank her. They all like spanking. And then he spanks her during sex and she's like, did you just spank me? Okay, yeah. And then like, he's like, oh, is that not the right thing to do? And then from that, I was like, oh, it's weird to like spanking. Ah, uh, yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's such yeah, a complex. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, yeah, again, gradually like learning how to find out if people are into the same things as yes, me, telling yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, being like, now I'm open about it so I don't care if people know I'm into that stuff but there was like a time when I once I've talked about this in the podcast as well where I had um, sex with this guy and I was really drunk and I was like do whatever you want to me spank me yeah, yeah. just spank me and and then being like oh shit he knows people I know and now they're mm, gonna know that mm. I like that <gasps> I've made myself so vulnerable right. yeah, um, yeah, whereas yeah. now I wouldn't care because I'm like well yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's fine yeah. Um, and, uh, and also again yes telling someone I didn't enjoy something or asking them to do it differently mm. I worry about that making them vulnerable and also, I feel like it makes me vulnerable just because I'm, like, um, being open about yeah. what I like and what I don't like. Yeah, fair enough. So, I mean, it's, the same, it's exactly the same, isn't it? Just saying you don't like something is as much as saying you do like something. Yeah. It, it reveals a bit of yourself. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just going to add one more thing to the list, mm-hmm. and then we really must finish. So we're um, going uh, Yeah, and we've, we've, I feel like we've distilled, like, all of everything into this podcast. Into this yeah. episode. It's like, how many stories have we each told? Like, <laughs> seven? Uh, two. Um, anyway, um, so, yeah, the last point was uh, this podcast. I mean, yes. Because we've, yeah. we've literally, <laughs> this episode alone, but just generally, yes. um, we've obviously shared a lot with... Uh, yeah. I don't know the currently audience of around 70 or so people that listen to this. So, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh. (laughs) Because it doesn't feel like we're doing that. It feels like I'm sharing it specifically with you. Actually, wait, there's like lots of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. (laughs) And and, and this feels like an empowering way of being vulnerable because I feel like it is, um, I I, I hope that people feel validated by what we talk about and then I feel like, great, it's all worth it. (laughs) <laughs> that brings us to the end of V is for vulnerability yes it does don't forget to follow us on all your usual social medias Twitter Instagram Facebook we're everywhere at A to Z with men that's A-T-O-Z with men yes don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and no matter what platform you use give us a helping hand by going to Apple Podcasts and giving us five stars and a wee little review. It helps other people to find the podcast. It does. So please, please do that. And tell a friend or several friends so they mm. can hear our secrets too. Yes. <laughs> um, also, you can email us at a to z with men at gmail.com. That's a t o z with men at gmail.com. And visit us at our website, a to z with men.com, where you um, can contribute to the show. Yes, several ways you can contribute to the mm-hmm. show. Anonymously as well. Uh, yes. In both cases. Is you can uh, fuel our next run throughs, run throughs of the alphabet. We're doing more than one series, guys. Oh yeah, um, guys and 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 non guys because uh, that's a fairly gendered term. Um, people, people, folks, folks. Yeah. Um, so if you like what you hear and you want more, don't leave us vulnerable. Get involved. You'll also have a chance to ask those questions you've always wanted to ask, whether it's personal, practical, or just something you've always been curious about. Yes, please get in touch. Let us know. We will answer anything, literally anything. Almost. Um, almost. Hey. about sex about sex (laughs) Um, also please let us know if you've been moved or interested by anything you heard in this episode or if you think we missed something until next time goodbye and thanks for listening shall we start let's start okay let me have some water
Oh, I've got mine as well. I'm going to open my bottle so it doesn't make noises later. That's what I did, yeah. <laughs> and I put it over there so I don't knock it over oh in a fit of excitement. I know. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I can't possibly knock it over because I'd have to be quite... It'd be quite a calculated strike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about Annie's the other day when everyone kept knocking oh red wine glasses. We were, we were at this dinner the other day and there were all these red wine glasses. And first of all, I knocked one, but it didn't fall over. Then Annie knocked over one and it went over someone's white T-shirt. Then, and then Annie knocked a bottle, didn't she? <laughs> and then Annie kept knocking things off the mantelpiece. Oh yeah, and then she knocked. She had a little menu of like all the pizzas yeah. that she was making. By the way, you would have been... I think you would have had the same umbrage that I took from it. Because she had a caprese, but it had no goat's cheese. Mm-hmm. She had a napolitana with, with no, no anchovies. anchovies. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Literally, I was like, Annie, no. And she was like, this is Argentinian. And I was like, No. <laughs> I mean, I don't like anchovies, so... so well, yeah, but, like, the recipe... I know, I know, I know. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. You don't like anchovies? Get out. <laughs> it's your house, we get out. <laughs> <laughs> Just like...